everybody. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Reformed Dissenters, the show where Reformed Christians dissent against popular ideas of culture by asserting a biblical worldview. My name is Bruce Johnson, joined, of course, by my brother, Jacob Johnson. Hello, everybody. And today is, I almost said Literature Monday. That's not even a thing on this show. Today is Current Events Monday, and uh, we have got quite the episode for you today. A lot of cool stuff. Um... My cool stuff, I mean controversies that are blown way out of proportion um, and should really be re-examined with cooler heads and um, be given some actual thought instead of just raw emotion and tradition, tradition. We're going to just kind of step back and take a little bit more of a um, logical uh, approach to some of these things. So, anywho, today, um, if you heard... For some reason, happened, I don't feel like you're talking about current events anymore. I'm t- <laughs> <laughs> logic in current events this is not <laughs> um well for there's two things we're really only going to touch briefly on one of them and that was what i referred to with the tradition thing yeah, um, yeah. but the other yeah, thing we'll, is we'll mention that later we'll mention that we will that is we will later mention that yes um but they're both of largely the same nature so they fit pretty well in this episode so um like you would not surprisingly think, yeah this yeah, is a very yeah. weird correlation you hear about the two one of them, you already know, um, it's the January 6th debacle. And if you are not living under a rock, what's <laughs> uh, if you're not living under a rock, then you'll know that, um, uh, said, what did I almost say? Douglas Carlson, something like that? No, Tucker Carlson. <laughs> Tucker Carlson. I'm a bit tired, apparently. Tucker Carlson uh, released... Yes, I I do need more coffee, and I'll be having that shortly when Jacob starts talking more. Anyways, Tucker Carlson had a whole thing, and there was stuff that happened, and Jake's going to talk more about that. So let's just move on to what we always do, which is talk about our verse of the week. (laughs) And our verse this week is Psalm 46, chapter 46, verses 8 through 11. So verses of the week. This passage says, Come, behold the works of the Lord how he has brought desolations on the earth. He makes wars cease to the beginning, uh, I'm sorry, to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the chariots with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Selah. And again, that's Psalm 46, verses verses 8 through 11. So, I really, this verse stood out to me, and I wanted to to put this in here for this week, specifically because of this last bit. I'll be still and know that I'm God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. So, that's really important. And our show focuses very heavily on that because we talk about working um, for the kingdom of God. We talk about how the um, the Lord's prayer that thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. All of that ties into Christian living. All of that ties into how we apply scripture to all of life, how we work to build a Christian culture and how we know we're not going to fail because God is on our side and he's already succeeded numerous times in the past and he will again in the future before he returns. So all of this um, should be fairly clear, that whole, that language, right? But I wanted to include some of the context around this as well, which I think is just absolutely fascinating. And I'll leave this to you to draw your own conclusions and study this further, because there's so many 
other resources and so many people who know so much more about this than we do <laughs> that we can point you in the direction of as opposed to us just ruminating on this for countless minutes on this show. Um, but you'll notice that there's language here that speaks to things that um, other people might think of as something that's happening in the future that's never happened before. Notice the language, um, how, how he has, has brought desolations on the earth. Um, he makes wars to cease to the end of the earth, uh, breaks the bow, shatters the spear, burns the chariots with fire, all this war language, um, this, this desolations language, all of this is, is very um, uh, familiar. And so when it's brought up again in the New Testament and prophecies i'm not going to name names but <laughs> revelation um when this is brought up in other places in the bible this is language that would have been familiar to the people that this was written for um and so this is not completely new like oh my goodness what is this talking about right this is fairly familiar language and would have been to a lot of people so anyways this is this is worth um, delving into further this is a topic that I, I just want to have you start thinking about this topic and because it, it does have very real ramifications how you interpret your eschatology does determine how you work in the present um, what the last days entail will determine what the present days uh, what you work for in the present days so I think that's really important and finally I'll just wrap up 30 seconds left I promise Jacob um, <laughs> this language is about war it's not about us um, peacefully sitting on the sidelines uh, waiting for Christ to come back right so there's there's so many people that will say oh we're just here to quote unquote occupy until he comes which basically to them just means nah do nothing mm -hmm. right I, so, I think also it should be uh cushioned with christ saying that this change will not come from this world it it is war but it's not like war that we've that we've ever seen this is different war than we've absolutely ever, it's, it's not just a a basic it's not just the the melted down reduction into a spiritual mm. warfare in your own heart right you right know, this is this is warfare still, but this is a different Love the imagery warfare. there. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is a different warfare in in the sense of right. us actually going out and fighting, but we're not fighting with guns and sticks. Our 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 battle is our battle is not, not with flesh and blood. Flesh and blood, with yeah. powers and principalities. Yep. Yep. So Yep. Great point. Yeah. That's really good. All right. And with that, Jake, go ahead and take it away. Then I can well, drink coffee and you can talk. <laughs> yeah, yes. Um, and I think I can uh, easily say that this is because we lost an hour of sleep. Um, oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Well, we're Today is shorter. This, yeah. yeah, we're recording this on Sunday. For those that yes. are listening. Well, this is fresh this, for us. Yeah, yeah. This is like we, we lost an hour of sleep. Uh, so bear with us. We're tired. <laughs> we need every little bit. I feel like um, that should be t-shirts at this point. Bear with us. We're tired. We're tired. I just wear that every <laughs> once in a while on the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, hopefully by now, you've heard of the January 6th footage that has just been released on Tucker Carlson's show. Or, you know, there it might be somewhere else, might be out there in other places, but I know primarily it's been on Tucker Carlson's show. Um, but if you haven't, I would love to share with you some very important and vital video clip uh, of of this 
footage. Uh, and so and I think this is most important for us to hear. And so this this right now is my cue to boost to start that thing up because we have never done this, this is, before. So this is yeah, this is something brand new. We're actually gonna try and play this clip here on the show. So I think this is gonna work. Yeah. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the US Capitol building. If you've joined us today for the insurrection, please make sure you pick up a promotional leaflet on the way in. Stay inside the safety cordons at all times. And if you get lost, speak to one of our Capitol Police officers. They'll be sure to point you in the right direction. <laughs> and be sure to set aside a little time today to join us for some insurrection activities, including our photography tour, our fancy dress competition, and have a go on our climbing <laughs> wall. But don't forget those safety ropes. <laughs> And I've now received the results of our fancy dress competition. The winner today is Jacob Chansley. That's Mr. Jacob <laughs> Chansley. If you could report to your nearest Capitol Police officer, they'll be sure to give you your prize. A guided tour of the building. And all that's left is for me to thank you for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed the insurrection. Wherever possible, please try to clean up after yourselves. Don't forget to visit the souvenir shop on the way out. And feel free to join us on the outdoor terrace for Nancy Pelosi's Insurrection Soiree. Grab yourself a light refreshment and enjoy the music of our very own Fancy Dress Competition winner. <laughs> this is just yeah, absolutely yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, serious talk for a moment. Uh, uh, and let's talk about the actual oh, footage. This should, is sorry, we should mention for podcast listeners that probably was a little confusing. Go back and watch because that's a video, it's not just audio. There's a right, video there, right. um, so yeah. go back and watch yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is funny to watch. Yes, please, it's hilarious. Please <laughs> this um, is like the fourth or fifth time we've watched it so like <laughs> first time i was just absolutely dying laughing like on the floor just like this is the funniest thing mm -hmm. i have seen in so long <laughs> oh yeah because yeah, it's so but... true like it's mm -hmm. it's crazy yeah yeah um but serious talk for a moment uh let me bring up my first article which says parker carlson releases exclusive january 6 footage says politicians media lied about uh QAnon shaman um which for those of you who are listening or watching he was that shaman dude jacob yeah uh, jacob chansley yeah jacob chansley yep yeah. the 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 fancy dress competition winner yeah 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 <laughs> um but tarko carlson on his show revealed this footage and showed us all the terrorist attacks that were happening on the capitol uh, you know, the, the terroristic attacks, including, you know, reading the tour placards, taking pictures of stuff, complete and total terrorist, terrorism, <laughs> you know, not shaking or even boots. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> worse, worse than 9-11. <laughs> uh, and, and even so, the, the acts of Jacob Chansley in in his tour around the Capitol with police escort. Oh, my goodness. How dare he? You know, how dare he? He he should have known he wasn't allowed in the building 
well, you know, other than the fact that at one point there were more than seven Capitol Police officers around him and none of them did anything to stop him. They just mm. let him go by. They let him do whatever. He was yep. doing something seriously wrong. You you think they would stop him? You know, I no, no, yeah. Oh, yeah, but, you know, let's throw him in jail for four years <laughs> because he was supposed to know even though the police yeah. didn't say anything. Yeah. That that's that's the most silliest and craziest part of that whole thing. It's just like, uh, yeah. Uh, but however, a little bit of good news. I don't have an article for this one. I, I do have articles that I could bring, and if you want that type of information, we can definitely send it to you, uh, if you ask. Um, but the these the um the representatives. Uh, at least within the Republican Party, a few Republican representatives are starting to talk about maybe going back and visiting some of the prisoners or the people that are in jail because of this January 6th stuff, which, what is this? A year? Two years. Two mm -hmm. years, right? Yeah, over two years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So all of 2021, all of 2022, and then two months now after that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So... It's like they've been in prison for two years without a just trial, without mm -hmm. a, a a trial that looks at all the evidence. Uh, yeah. And if you're a long term listener of this show, you know that the, the prison system is something we believe the Bible does not condone. Um, and we've talked about that extensively in previous episodes on this show, especially well. for these these people specifically. I, we've gone over on the show as well. They're the accommodations that these people are facing are not good like moldy yep. cells are uh, given food that are not according yeah. to their they they're dying from this food because of mm. certain allergies yeah. that the that the that the officers or the the police or whoever are not giving them the right food and so they're yeah. dying from this because you're, of you're, you're treating allergies. people like like animals you're, yeah. you're putting them in cages yep. as if they're not created in the image of god right they're animals right. And if they truly did something that's a crime, then the punishment needs to fit that crime. There needs to be restitution or in some biblically specified situations, the death sentence, right? As an extreme yeah. Yeah. Uh, case. Putting someone in, in, a, in a cage like an animal does because nothing. feel like it. Right. Exactly. Because yeah, exactly. you, yeah, you disagree with them or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. But. You know, thankfully, we're actually looking at um, the representatives are actually saying, hey, we need to we need to look back over this. We need to go back to these people who are in jail now because of this uh, with this footage in mind. I think they're doing uh, they're talking about doing a retrial for Jacob Chansley because Jacob Chansley got sentenced to four years in prison for wow. for walking around with police escort. <laughs> how dare that, he walk those sacred grounds yeah, <laughs> it, yeah. How, how dare he walk around sacred grounds while police were escorting him around sacred grounds were yep. literally they there was more footage tucker carlson went over where they the police were literally unlocking doors for him to go into wow. they were unlocking doors that were locked for him to just walk through and, you know, I don't think we don't have any audio, 
files of this. So we have no clue what they're saying. This, yeah. It's like, you know, I would think through that whole situation, Jacob Chansley is not, especially looking at his actions and the way he's carrying himself. It doesn't look like he would be the type of person to say, hey, unlock, go unlock this door for me or whatever. Right. It's probably it's more or less exactly the, the sharpest tool in the shed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He also doesn't strike me as the kind of guy to question why the heck they would be doing that in the first place and say, right. Wait, why are you doing this for me again? Like, well, I don't know that I trust was... you and I should go in there. Yeah. Yeah. But um, for the sake of time, I'm going to continue moving yeah, on. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Um, no, no, that's fine. Uh, but my second article is Tucker Carlson, the January 6th videos touch a nerve because they threaten uh, Dems lies, Democrats lies. Um, because of these videos being released, Tucker Carlson has received a whole lot of backlash uh, for him showing the, the news footage, showing him just the video footage. People are saying he is lying to his audience by just showing footage. By Actual just showing footage. this, Yeah, yeah. Um, Not to mention has... stupid Mitch McConnell's statements mm-hmm. about how, I, I don't know if you're going to get into that or not, but. No, Just, oh, no, goodness, that man. Um, he's like, it doesn't. The footage doesn't comport with what the Capitol Police Chief says. So I'm gonna trust the Capitol Police Chief. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Uh, this is video footage. What are yeah, you talking about? This actual factual evidence that yeah. we can actually see what's going on. Right. Yeah. Right. Forty. Uh, I didn't mention this before, but uh, Tucker Carlson was given forty thousand hours of footage that is a lot of footage and for him to he's showing this footage to people and so it's like uh are we trusting forty thousand hours of footage or are we trusting some person some chief's word um right and and tucker carlson had on several times one of the police uh police officers one of the capitol police officers during that day saying he was asking the chief what he was supposed to do. You know, he's like, what's what, what am I supposed to do here? And the police chief did not say anything, nothing. He was given no instruction. So he was just walking around like, okay, we're, we're just going to let this go. Okay. We're just, okay. You know, what are they supposed to do? You know, they've got people coming in, you know? Yeah. And I don't, those people, didn't know necessarily that oh they weren't allowed here you know oh, clearly in, in the video you see them picking up things like oh someone toppled over that uh yeah, stand yeah. tripod they're picking stuff up they're walking through the yeah, they're not areas to they're taking pictures yeah. they think they're on some kind of tour like that's why this video yeah. was so funny like they literally are yeah. just going about their business like this is mm-hmm. normal yeah yeah this is just a voiceover that the person yeah. added to the actual footage yeah and comports it makes sense like yeah would see no, no, that, that's would not to say there weren't more. there weren't idiots right doing things right. like climbing the terrace outside like come on don't do that yeah you're acting like yeah. children be respect like don't be such disrespectful snobs that you're gonna climb all over stuff smash windows don't do that right that's the french revolution yeah. right there don't be what that. was it um Tucker Carlson was saying the only the first wave of people for like the first 10 minutes that's what people did but then the next waves, every single one yeah. after that, 
all the who people probably didn't even see what the first wave did. They're just following the rest of the mm-hmm. crowd in, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the, the, the rest of the people, as we saw in the video, were picking stuff up. We're trying to fix yeah. things. We're like, oh, yep. what happened here? Oh, these, what's going on? Yeah. Um, but. So we're at 20 minutes. Do you want to quickly introduce the other second thing? And then. Yes, I do. Okay. Let me just say one last thing. Okay. This is good news that all this footage has been released. And let me say why. This is not just of the the whim of McCarthy, because this McCarthy did this. McCarthy is the one who who gave this footage out. Uh, wow. Tucker Carlson. Yes. But it's not because McCarthy, oh, he had a change of heart. No. Right. This is what the 21 representatives were asking mm-hmm. for when they yep. stopped the vote so many times, when they hindered the vote from going forward. These yeah. were the conditions that they put on. And, and what do you so, know? Not compromising, holding to your principles, mm-hmm. and believing that God is going to win in the end actually changes how you act. So yeah. strange. It, it turns <laughs> out well. So yeah. many times we hear, we, we just need to compromise. We, just, we need mm-hmm. to compromise. And, you know, because yeah. it's a stopgap measure because we, we can't possibly win here. No. We just need to hold it back until Christ comes back. God, so that we, God, isn't, yeah. God isn't greater than, than the Republican Party. Right. <laughs> yeah. No. Just follow yeah. the Republican Party. No, just mm-hmm. follow mm-hmm. them. No. Yeah. They they know what they're doing. They're doing the right yeah. thing. No. Um but you know, this is because of uh, I think it was uh Chip Roy went on to Steve Dace's mm-hmm. podcast saying that this is only a sliver. Only mm-hmm. a sliver of what they're of what McCarthy's going to be doing because they held back. Yep. This is a small, small little part of what's going on. Which we covered and- extensively in our first episode of this year, actually. Um, mm-hmm. Jan- back in January, yep. I think January 12th, our first yep. in that episode. So if you're, cur- if you're curious about some of that, the details there, um, that episode is, is there as well. Yeah. So in this, I want to bring up a broader topic and then I'm going to hand it over to Bruce. Uh, our broader topic is truth and clarity. We want truth to prevail. We want cooler heads to prevail as well as, as, it, as it goes into this next topic. Uh, same with this one. Same with this one. But um, I think we need, we need to focus on the truth. We need to start looking at the truth and actually searching for the truth. Um, yeah. Like I said, uh, not that while long ago. It might have even been last week. I mentioned the verse, we have to be wise as serpents and as peaceful as doves. Um, And so we have to be wise. We have to think through things. We have to search, research, make sure that we're basing this on actual knowledge. Uh, God doesn't, God doesn't say to us, once you turn a Christian, you can be ignorant of the rest of the world. No, we still need to go out and know this stuff that's going on this footage yep. is important it, it's good for us to know this this is the truth this is giving us clarity so we can actually go forward and make good decisions yep handing it over to Bruce now yep <laughs> yeah so that and that so we got an email this past week uh from a, a listener um 
very engaged listener, which is very cool. She's been following us on all sorts of different platforms, and um, it's been great. Um, left some very good comments and very encouraging. Um, so I won't read the, the whole email, but she left an email bringing to light and asking if we were aware of the Gary DeMar controversy that's going on right now. Um, and we said we were. You know, if you're a longtime listener, we, we brought this up just before we read the book before this book. So we're reading Angels in the Architecture right now. But before this book, we were reading um, Restoring the Foundation of Civilization by Gary DeMar. Um, back in November, I think, when we when we made the decision to start that book, this whole thing with Gary DeMar was just kicking off. And we were aware of it. And we were like, oh, should we read this book? And we were like, yeah, of course, we're going to read this book. It's a good, it's a good book, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, so it was less of an apprehension on our side and more of a, I wonder how our listeners are going to think about this, you know? Right. Um, so we did a quick episode introducing, you know, like, hey, here's kind of what's going on with the Gary DeMar controversy at this time. Here's kind of what we know. Here's why we're still deciding to read his book anyways. Um, so anyways, that was back in November. Um, and it's certainly come to a head now. Uh, this whole thing is snowballing exponentially to the point that now there are uh, there was a, a letter that was signed by just a ton of like the top, top people. Douglas Wilson signed it. Dave, not David Chilton. Um, uh, who am I thinking of, Jake? Who's the other guy that's uh, James White. James White. James White signed it, um, but there's another guy who's not David Chilton. He's the other. Uh, I don't oh, remember. James Jordan. No, did no, he sign no, it too? He's dead. Is no, he? I'm I'm thinking eschatology. I don't think Jim Jim Jordan is dead. I'm thinking eschatology. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> I'm blanking on it right now. I have one of his. I have a couple of his books. So anyways, it's a whole list of like really good people, solid people that signed this letter calling for Gary Demar to answer these three questions mm -hmm. and saying, hey, this is what you believe is wrong and all this kind of stuff. Anyways, there's so so much there. Um, and if you're looking, if this is the first time you're hearing about this and you're looking for resources, Susan Berger, who sent us this email, um, gave us just a ton of phenomenal resources, kind of compiled it all into one big list. So if you're interested in getting that, we'd love to send that out, um, send out some of the work she did and putting all that together. That was just phenomenal. Um, so Susan, if you're listening, thank you so, so much for that email and for putting all that, all those resources together. We really appreciate it. Um, so it was also anyway. the listener we mentioned before that reached out to us. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. That's yeah. what we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so there's all of that. And we can send you that information if you're interested, including three hour long podcast episodes Gary DeMar did on answering this letter and why he won't sign it and why he won't answer the questions with, yes, I agree. Um, very good reasons. We, we think, um, so we're not trying to take well, sides I at this point. What so. we're trying to do is say, let's hold on. Let's not crucify him. <laughs> Let's not call him a heretic. Right. Uh, anyways, oh, we're way over time. Um, on, on I think real quick, uh, yeah. just a little bit that I want to mention is um, we need, of course, we need to go back and listen to Gary DeMar and act actually talking about this and saying what he is saying on this. I, I know uh, some of our research team looked at his, his podcasts and they were, and it's like, oh, you know, this, it's not what we thought. Um, yeah. and I'll just leave it at that. You can go and look for yourself. Yeah. But he also has very valid reasons for not signing this and saying, yes, I agree with all three of these questions. Well, I um, think even so he, he, yeah, just, yeah, go back and go back and listen right. to it. Cause I didn't listen to it myself, but I know my, oh, okay. the research team did. 
and are giving me sort of like are talking yeah. to me about I, it. I've listened but, to all three episodes a couple times yeah. as well, just to figure out what his position is. Um, yeah. Um, but, but one last thing, uh, I know Bruce, you have a good bit and just letting everybody know it might go a little bit over time, but, um, one last thing is that to anybody who would say to us, at least, uh, specifically to us that we're not taking this seriously or that we are not taking the resurrection, resurrected body seriously in, in this sense, I want to say if, if our if us saying taking it seriously is attacking the person, calling the person a heretic and calling the, calling them right. a sinner. Well, sorry, calling them a unregenerate Culture, person. Whatever. Yeah. Right. Calling yeah. Them, not uh, saved. Yeah. There's yeah, some people that saved. are like, he shouldn't take the Lord's supper and all this stuff. Yeah. It's, it's getting kind of crazy. Yeah. I think as an example of taking this seriously, and how we should actually define this as taking this seriously is how Doug Wilson sort of responded to this. Mm. Um, I think, I don't know if Bruce mentioned earlier, but Doug Wilson called Gary DeMar directly, talked to him directly, counseled him. And Gary DeMar, speaking about that call, said it was a very nice call, very cordial, not angry, mean, everything worked out fine. Not, neither side hates each other. Right. And and that is taking it seriously. I, I, I want to point out the fact that is taking it seriously. That's how we're supposed to do this. We're, we shouldn't be taking it seriously in the sense of attacking that person. We're mm -hmm. not attacking that person, especially right. if, it's a, if it's a brother in Christ or if it's another person yeah. who's a believer. So, and I think the most, by the way, I just remember the name. I look back on my shelf and I'm like, I have a few of his books. So I, I found the name on one of those, uh, Ken Gentry. Uh, was the name I was trying to think oh, of. Oh, I right, right. couldn't believe I couldn't remember that name. Um, phenomenal uh, uh, writer on a lot of things um, who has changed his mind on several things. And I don't think any good theologian um, hasn't changed their mind on a few things and hasn't grown, right? I think it's a good thing that people grow and they don't just, well, I said this, now I have to stick to it, even though now I've grown and I realize the Bible says otherwise. No, if you believe right. the Bible says otherwise, you can demonstrate from scripture, you've discussed it, this is not, you know, off the cuff thing, then yes, grow, change your beliefs to more conform with scripture. That's important. And Gary DeMar does a great job presenting that idea as well. So anyway, mm -hmm. um, all of that to say, we should be seeking to ascertain the truth above our gut reactions, our gut emotions. Um, as with many things in life, it's better to seek the truth and to seek it diligently, to seek the truth diligently than it is to trust your own heart emotions and opinions. Um, and something I wrote down that I think is it's kind of funny, but this is kind of how I think how I think about it. Truth transcends all those temporary fickle and slippery fishes and gives us gives us a solid burger to chow down on, as opposed to the slippery fishes of emotion and opinions and your own heart. Um, so analogy, I see. Yeah, there you go. Just just getting us ready, revved up for Friday's episode, which oh, we'll oh. announce on the Wednesday episode tomorrow. So I'm looking forward to that one. I know you are. Yeah, I know you are. Forward. Jake's time to shine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the Gary DeMar story controversy and the January 6th controversy are similar in a lot of ways. Um, the story of January 6th 
2021 is gradually taking shape through all the lies, myths, and uncomfortable-looking images of mobbish proportions, we're beginning to actually understand what really happened that day. And of course, it's not even close to the story the left wants you to believe. Um, the thing with Gary DeMar's story and why it's similar is that um, there is a lot of tradition you know we're like calling on people to like well that nicene creed says the tradition of the church has always been instead of saying well what does scripture say right mm -hmm. um there's a lot of people going back to those things where gary damara is saying here's what scripture says um and if you disagree with me that's completely fine show me why you disagree from scripture um and we're not seeing a lot of that so um now, I was going to read a passage from scripture that is a very similar story to this. We just simply don't have time. So I'll tell you to go look it up for yourself. Joshua chapter 22, verses 10 through 34. It's a magnificent story, um, an account that talks about a very similar situation in uh, Israel's day. What happened was, this is the point in the, in the book of Joshua, where they have now conquered the land of Canaan. They've conquered the land that God promised to them. And just a few chapters before this, um, Joshua 22, we, we find a verse that says all God's promises to Israel were fulfilled, which is just an incredible statement, right? All of those promises were fulfilled. They didn't fail. They conquered this whole land. So anyways, that was not a conquering without controversy. There were issues, there were slips, there were slides. They fell into idolatry, yeah. much like when they came out of the land of Egypt, they fell into idolatry with the golden calf. And then they got, you know, okay, drink it, <laughs> you know? boil it down, you drink this calf. And they did, right? Mm -hmm. So they had to, they literally had to drink the calf. Um, and then they didn't want to go into the land of Canaan. So what did they have to do? Now they got to wander in the wilderness for another 40 years, dang it, right? So Yep. Israel is not without times of idolatry, turning back to God, turning away from God, turning back to God, turning away from God, right back and forth, which is symbolic for yep. what we do every day in our lives as well. Um, the only difference is we're in the new covenant in Christ. So there's there's some things that have changed there, right? But um, but what's fascinating about this story is that um, there were these three tribes, well, two tribes and a half tribe. Uh, Manasseh was a half tribe. Um, and all those details about these three different tribes, Gad, uh, Reuben, and, and half tribe of Manasseh were all talked about previously in, in the book of Joshua. Anyways, these three tribes um, were given an allotment of land across the Jordan. And Joshua said, all right, go, go over to that allotment of land. This is after the conquest. They fought all the battles God told them to fight. They conquered all the land. They have all the spoils, right? It's a, Okay, so now what do we do? This is the aftermath of having all this land, all these spoils. Um, so these three tribes, two tribes and a half tribe, go across the Jordan, go to their land, and they start to settle. And then they erect this massive looking, almost like an altar sort of thing. It's a, it's a memorial, it's a monument. And apparently it was close enough to some sort of uh, temple or some sort of monument to a false god that the other tribes of Israel started to get concerned. <laughs> they literally started to prepare for war against these three tribes um, who erected this monument because they thought, oh my goodness, no, what are they doing over there? Look at them. Guys, look, look over here. Look at this. They're, mm -hmm. they're making a monument to a false god. Oh, like here we go. Now we have to, yeah, the telescope, right? They, they're looking across <laughs> the, the river of Jordan, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, now we got to go conquer them. We just finished conquering all the enemies and they're doing what the enemies were doing. How can, can you believe this? So they go across. What do they do though? Here's the cool thing. Here's the response that we need today. Here's what they did. They took representatives from Israel. They took a high priest. They took 10 uh, tribe leaders. They took fathers. They took men. They took representatives and they went across 
the Jordan. They went to these people and they said, what the heck are you doing, dudes? <laughs> You know, <laughs> what, 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 what is this? What the heck is this? Um, how can you do this? Don't you remember all the idolatry we faced? Don't you remember what God did to us the last time we did something like this? We literally had to drink a, a piece of gold in our soup, guys. Come on. You want to do that again? Really? You feeling like your tummy needs some gold? Um, and, and they were like, these three tribes were taken aback. They're like, oh my goodness. I can't believe you thought we would do that. No, 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 that's not at all what we're doing. Here's what we're really doing. As it turns out, they wanted to build this massive monument so that their children, the next generation, when the children of the tribes on the other side of the Jordan came to these children of the tribes, these three tribes, and said, hey, we're different groups of people. We have the promises of God, but you don't have the promises of God. You're on this side of the, of the river. We have special promises. You don't. They wanted their children to say, no, we do too. We worship this God that you worship too. We have his promises too. And we don't want to lose that. And we're going to keep worshiping this God who delivered us, who gives us these blessings, who gave us this land, who gave us these spoils, and who cares for us. We're going to worship that God and we're not going to lose it. They didn't want their children to lose that. And so this, was, this monument was a reminder for their children, when the other children came and said, ha ha, you don't have the promise, they could say, no, we do. Here's this monument that shows and is a reminder of what our fathers did. So anyways, all of that. In the end, while it seemed to the rest of Israel that the tribes of Gad, Reuben, and Manasseh were committing a horrifyingly idolatrous act, they really had arguably some of the best intentions imaginable. This is what I'm saying. I'll wrap this up. We're seven minutes over. <laughs> Yeah, it's a longer episode. Would have been so much longer if I read this whole passage. Go back and please go back and read this. This is really important. Um, here's how this is similar. This is what we need to mimic. We need to replicate this. We need to take our representatives. We need to take our top people and discuss the problem. Talk it out. Figure out yeah. what are they actually doing? What is Gary DeMar actually doing? What is he actually saying? What actually happened with these January 6th people? Did they actually do what we think they did? Figure it out, get to the truth, emotion be damned. (laughs) Throw emotion out the window and focus on what is actually true here. And with that, um, Jake, it feels like you have one quick thing to say. Yeah. uh, Well, I'll I'll quickly say this. Um, Though it all looks very bad, Though it all looks uh, like Bruce was saying, during uh, this this conquering is not without a bunch of controversy and tor- turmoil. The good thing to come from this Gary Demar debate, um, I while I feel bad, very bad for Gary Demar and for a lot of people attacking him, outrightly attacking him. Um, on both sides, I I think we uh, again we need to let cooler heads prevail and we need to go through this logically but the good thing from this is that we're discussing this we're talking about this we're we're getting into a very good discussion on what does the bible say about this we're we're coming back to this and we're revising this we're re-looking at this and this is a good thing that we're talking about this i think this needs to happen more not in the sense of calling each other heretics and unbelievers and Mm -hmm. um unregenerate people 
Yeah. But we need to continue having debates about this. Yep. Talks about Absolutely. this. Uh, testing each other. It like like in the same way that the five left beasts did in calling Baptist transgenders. Oh no, they they said the Baptist caused <laughs> transgenderism. Baptist theology um, caused transgenderism. Yes, that's what they uh, said. In, yeah. in in our in our you know interview with Toby Sumter, he was saying that the reason for that was not to completely attack Baptists, right. but to challenge them to test them. Yeah. To say, yeah. okay, all right, now review the your, your theology, theology, review what you're, yeah, review what you're talking yep. about. Is that true? That you didn't, you yeah. did cause your, your theology caused transgenderism. Right. Think about Absolutely. it. Look through it. But Absolutely. we're not, we're, again, we're not trying to do this in a way that attacks. And I don't think we should be attacking Gary DeMar. Yeah. In, in any way. Like, we should take this seriously. Mm-hmm. But we can't take it seriously in the sense of attacking and destroying and bringing down let our words up. yeah let our words yep. edify not bring down we're yep. not we're not attacking gary tomorrow we're asking questions we should be asking questions we should be uh trying to figure out the truth yep but yeah awesome yeah, thanks for that wrap-up, Jake. That's a good correlation. So thank you all so much for watching and listening to us today. TRDshow.net is a show website. Please go check it out. You can send us messages that way or send us an email, trdshow at protopmail.com. We would love to hear from more of you. That would be awesome. And we will see you on Wednesday when we break down the very next chapter in Angels in the Architecture. Very excited to go through that book. And remember, everyone, in all that you do, do it as unto the Lord. <laughs>